0: yeah it's josh williams here and welcome to episode four of the one man podcast for wednesday june 7th 2017 thank you so much for listening guys I am so excited because this week it is not, well, it is still just one man, but I also have one woman here with me as well. I have my beautiful angel. Crystal is going to be here with me on the podcast this week.
1: Hey guys. Yeah.
0: So (laughs) we're going to, uh, we're going to, the two of us, we're going to talk about some things because this week, a lot of my talking points are, are things regarding the two of us. So, you know, why not get things from the, uh, the horse's mouth, right? Both horses. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of maybe there's a metaphor out there. Something that has two horses. I know the horse's mouth is one. Yeah. Yeah. Not my best work. Right. Off right. the top. That's okay. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we're happy to have you guys here. It is not going to be just me rambling. It is going to be both of us, you know, rambling this week. Right. And uh, I wanted to start off this week by uh, by going through my little mention section here. And I wanted to say that I don't know if you guys know this. This is the, the fourth episode. And I have been looking at uh, sort of the, the demographics and the statistics of the podcast and um, Every episode seems to have more downloads than the last, and that's very cool because, of course, every week I get some more subscribers. Very happy, welcome to anyone who's brand new. Um, but one of the things that it shows me in terms of my statistics is uh, it shows me where in the world my listeners are coming from. And uh, I have one, uh, you know, it shows me a lot, a lot of Canada, a lot of US because that's where I know you know friends and comedians from. But I got one download in the UK, uh, the first week. And uh, and that's it. So I'm sorry I lost that person. <laughs> I'm not not a big hit in London. That's fine. I understand. Uh, I've never set foot in that country, and maybe I shouldn't now that I know that uh, episode. Uh, I also and in the first week I actually had one in the Philippines as well. Um, but that's Brandon. it. I, yeah, exactly. The, right, the UK <laughs> and the Philippines, and I was super stoked because I was like, oh my god, look, the UK, the Philippines, and I got one in Australia that first week. Now the uh, the UK and the Philippines one, have never downloaded again. So it could be that it's just a friend who was traveling there, yeah. had it on Facebook, and that's where they were when they downloaded it. Um, that's what I choose to believe, because <laughs> I don't want to believe the potential truth, which is that they heard it and they're like, what the fuck is this, and then never listened again.
1: That can't be um, it, no.
0: Not possible, not possible. I'm too lovable.
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> but the thing was, uh, the the Australian download, I got one the first week, and then episode two came out, I had another one download from Australia episode two and then episode three came out and I had a third download from Australia. So that oh. leads me. Yeah. It leads me to believe that I may actually have a loyal listener in Australia. So I do want to say that if I do, if that is the case, there is a, a person out there who's listening to the one man podcast in Australia, loyally every week, um, I would really love to invite you to send an email contact at one man podcast.com. I don't have to necessarily read it on the air. I'm not going to try to put you in the public eye or make you feel uncomfortable, but I would love to just, even if it was just via email to know that you're out there listening and just introduce yourself. Um, I probably have a bunch of Canadian listeners who are going <laughs> to send in emails and try to take credit. <laughs> I'm your Australian. Then a bunch of Australian jokes. So I hope that's not the case, but I would love to hear from you, my potential Australian listener. I would I would uh, be nice to meet you because that's all I can call you so far. That's all you are. So that's the that mention off the top this week. Is I've had some fun with these demographics, and uh, it's very cool to to know that uh, you know so there might be someone out there who's listening who I've never met before. So thank you for listening. Um, I don't know what to start with this week. I'm really I'm really excited to have you on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I got I got to I got to give
0: her a pass. Uh there she she has been all night. We've been we've been setting up and getting ready. The the kids are upstairs in bed. We were recording this podcast on Monday night.
1: Yeah, uh, we told them to shut up up there. You cannot make any noise cuz we're recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: We had to do that thing where we like we set everything up and then I let them test it out and see what it was like you know, <laughs> and everything like that so that they know. Totally. Yeah, so like what's going on? Like we had to totally get them immersed and understand what we were doing before we did it. And then over the course of the last hour or two, you uh, you've your allergies have gotten bad. Yes. And you've been sneezing <laughs> and you and took allergy medication. So not only is this way past your bedtime, <laughs> but, but you're yeah. fighting your allergies too. So so uh, if she's a little sniffly or under the weather, it's, it's allergies.
1: I'm a trooper, guys. It's all good. Such I said a, that right, trooper? Yeah. Yeah, I don't actually. <laughs> I
0: get that quite wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of my company, it's a callback to that. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I, I figured it may be fair to start by saying, like, I just addressed the fact this is way past your bedtime because mm-hmm. um, you work early mornings because uh, you're a mother and it's the hardest job. I'm joking. Don't. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, you're up early because of your job. And, mm-hmm. and I want to take a second. So just anyone who doesn't know, because people know I'm a comedian, um, but even people who know both of us, mm-hmm. um, some of them don't really know what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, well, I've changed careers recently, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you were you're a photographer, and you're still an excellent photographer. That's that's what you do professionally. Mm-hmm. And of course, you just went to school again a couple of years ago for uh, what the name of the program?
1: Recreation and leisure.
0: Yeah, and yeah. and I sort of have an understanding of what that is, but I, I'm not always certain that when someone asks me that, I explain it correctly because it is as much as it's like a uh, recreation and leisure. And almost, now, so that you know what it sounds like <laughs> to people like me. It's like recreation oh, yeah. and leisure. It's like you went to school for, for to sitting right Yeah, to sit around and dog fuck. Like recreation. Like, <laughs> I like to, like to play video games, but I also like to lay around and do nothing. Like, that's what recreation and leisure sounds like to me. But I, I know <laughs> what it is, obviously. And, and so... And, you know, the in-depth, Like I mean, garbage men are sanitational engineers, sure. right? If you say I'm a sanitational engineer, it's like, oh, what does that mean? They're like, I'm a garbage man. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so titles can be misleading. For sure. So what, like, I know what you went to school for. Mm-hmm. How do you describe to other people what it is that, that you do now? Because you've since graduated with honors yeah. and you're, you're all, you were in, you got a job in your field before. You were even out of school,
1: yeah, which yeah, was, it was amazing. So I'm going to really let you exciting. talk now. I'm totally fucking <laughs> no bragging
0: you up because I'm super
1: proud of you. you no, it's, sorry, it's, but, cool, it's cool. But. Um, so recreation and leisure. So what I do is I promote the elements of health. So uh, physical, mental, and cognitive. And um, I do it for different populations. Right now I'm focusing on adults with disabilities. Um, I started out working with seniors um, and, and that was going well. However, I found uh, I was more suitable in this field. Um, I have a disability as well, so I find uh, I'm able to uh, relate and help in different, different areas, helping with adaptive devices and such. Um, so we do all kinds of different recreational things. Um, for example, I'm going to be doing um, a Star Wars group, actually, that I'll be getting your help with. <laughs> um, <laughs> so not only are we having fun, of course, um, but there's educational components and there's physical components, all these different elements to help um, raise awareness and uh, and to help promote their health.
0: Yeah, so it's like, like, because I mean, at first, I always understood it is like you you know you go into like like part of rec, a very small, not even I don't want to say small aspect, but a compartment of it. Yeah. Is like you could go into like a retirement residence and like play bingo with them, like you see on Better Call Saul, <laughs> and that's not exactly recreation and leisure per yeah. se, but it kind of it is in the sense that it's like it's like their activities.
1: It right? is activities, but they have a purpose. So right. and and where I'm focusing is therapeutic. So these are to encourage and motivate and to help someone, right? It also a big motivator, especially for seniors, and to, is to avoid depression and and you know right. It gets um, them active and things exactly. like that. So and, and mm-hmm. like you
0: said, there's a purpose. So it's kind of like Absolutely. if you're if you're a group that's sitting around a lot. You know what I mean? It's sort of, like you said, it gets you up and moving.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Social. There's all kinds of components.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah. I think you told me about one time where it was just like, like as a small example, you guys, just an activity, you guys made ice cream. But you had to put every everything into the ball. Yeah. And, and everyone took turns shaking the ball. Yeah. So as much as it just seems like, oh, we're just making ice cream and I'm just trying to get everyone involved, is that that whole back, you know, mm-hmm. behind the curtain of it is like I'm getting everyone active and doing absolutely. something. So there's, like, I, I think that's really cool because, yeah, like, I, I mean... I uh, I don't want to come across as insensitive. And I, and I hope I don't because I don't mean anything by it. But I mean, th- I, I would say that culturally we have this impression that like, you know, you go to an old folks home and, and you know, like, oh, that's got to be horrible. Like everyone, at least in my life. So maybe I'm speaking for too many people. But I know that in my family, we have a lot of uh, on my on my mom's side, there's a lot of people who've, who've gotten old with dementia you know, yeah. not, not really intense dementia, but like that forgetfulness. And a lot of our, our, my, on my mom's side, people were put in homes. So we mm-hmm. visited a lot of like aunts and, and elderly people in homes. And it was just this horrible, like, yes. we, 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 my mom used to say like, I never want that. Don't ever put mm-hmm. me in a home. And I think a lot of people like, don't ever put me home. We have this, um, I don't want to say notion.
1: Stigma. Yeah. That, yeah, that, for
0: sure. that it's like this horrible place to go. So I think that. I think that unfortunately, like in the world we live in today, I don't think everyone can take care of their aging, Mm -hmm. you know, family members.
1: No, that's just the, that's the reality. That's the way it is. Exactly. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. But, but my job is to try and make the most out of that and give them some different elements so that they're not just sitting down and doing nothing that they've got. They're being social. They're being active there. And it's more than just bingo. There's all kinds of different activities, of course. But that's the, that's the thought that's associated for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but there, there's so much more and going out on outings, activities, all kinds of things like that. Yeah. Well,
0: and that's what I'm saying is I I think it's great that, that you're doing that because like, that's the thing you, you really are taking that stigma and, and very, I mean, in all, in all, at least in my opinion. So again, in my opinion, you're, you're more experienced than me, but at least in my opinion, you take that image of what it may very well be like if there was no one like you out there doing it, where they just sort of sit and stare at For a window sure. all day. So like you go in there and you actually give purpose and you make mm-hmm. it fun. And, and now it, it really is a retirement community and not an old folks home. And yeah. and now that was, that was originally what you went, like you wanted to focus in that area because you yeah. had, had some experience prior, right?
1: Exactly. But
0: that's not, that's not what you do now.
1: No. So now I work with adults with disabilities. Yeah, yep. and it
0: ranges, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. I um, I was actually working on a farm, a therapeutic farm, where we did all kinds of programming where we're interacting with animals, which is huge, huge therapy, um, and and then just building things. Uh, there was all kinds of horticulture, all kinds of different activities there. Uh, we also have a day program where I'm doing lots of activities there. Um yeah. Yeah. I was. Just, I was just <laughs> gonna ask. I apologize and said, want her up," because no. it is informed.
0: And and that's the thing too. Is actually believe it or not, like it just in this conversation, because I knew about the 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 therapy and things like that, like how it helps, but yes. I didn't really realize that the, all of the programming was. That there was underlying purpose. It wasn't like, Absolutely. hey, here's the here's the like side benefit of it. It's actually like the benefit is the first part of the programming. You program it for this purpose, mm-hmm. and then you add the the yeah. the fun and stuff around it. So it's like, mm-hmm. here's the here's why we're doing it, but then here's how we make it fun. As opposed to I was thinking, hey, what's fun, and yeah. then oh, and hey, if we could in, uh, you know incorporate some elements of of you know therapy yeah. or whatever in it. So it's it's really cool. Um, I I think it's really and, and the, to be totally honest with you, the difference between the two of us. I love you. You're my. You're my lady. You know what I mean. But the uh, the fact the matter is, in terms of the difference between the two of us, I I have my issues with mortality. I think I addressed it the last podcast of you know trying to go do a show and being like, how long would it take an ambulance to get to me? Right. I have issues with mortality. As much as I care about people. And I do. I want everyone to win and I really do care about people. I, I'm I'm the guy who's not mean to the little old lady who wants to talk to him in the return line, right? I, yeah. I'm happy to engage people but to go into a place like that and to see sort of how, how like you said, it could be depressing. I, I'm like a lightning rod. I would absorb that and I don't think I could be in an yeah. area like that. And even people with disabilities, some of the things that you've described to me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I've signed all the waivers. So
1: yeah. <laughs> <worry>. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not allowed
0: to disclose any of this stuff but some of the things you've described me and I remember when you first started working there you know I remember you too coming home and just feeling like this is there's some really intense cases and it does weigh on you and I I mean again it's not like I'm interviewing a stranger I'm talking to the person I care about and I and I know these things about you but one of the things that I just want to share and I have no problem saying this publicly is that I I think it does take you know people say that term it takes a lot of heart to do that like I it does it's a a very uh, self-listening because I'll, I can tell you right now as much as I care about people and I would never wish ill on anyone I would never do anything to harm anyone I just don't think I have uh, what it takes in me mean, I don't have the the, yeah. you know I really do think it takes courage because it's scary to, to see it every day so anyways I just yeah. want to say that it's it really is noble and it is so the fucking polar opposite of what I do.
1: <laughs> but I, I appreciate that but it's I feel like I'm the sunshine in a sense. I'm here to help you and make you feel better, right? You like the, the and light, it's,
0: Michelle Pfeiffer from Dangerous no. Lines. Hey. <laughs> but
1: but not the, not to woo but um it's so rewarding. And even to walk in and you know, everybody knows your name and, you know, happy to see you. You're happy to see them and they're ready and they're ready. They're like the program that you've developed that you've put all your heart into. I even made a photography program there where I taught them different photography techniques. So I got my my two hearts involved together, you know. So that's awesome. Yeah, I love it.
0: Good. Well, and then, you know what? And it's I I think it's great. We like. I, More I mean, about we, you. What?
1: More about you. Now. More about me. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: just so that people know, like I said, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of comedians and friends of mine that that again, that's the problem when you're when it's left to me to explain because I am very thick. <laughs> and as much as I think I know or, or, or try to understand, I don't always know, and, and sometimes it's even harder to articulate because I don't, I don't really do it right. Yeah. So now it's it's come from you know from you, and, and it's been explained a lot more articulately. So, <laughs> I hope I've articulated yeah. it okay. Yeah. Now we never have to talk about it ever again. Swear uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um So yeah, this week uh, you and I uh, had some had some fun. Yeah. We, uh, we took uh, you know the little one. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have two of them, but we took the littler, 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 less The little one. Yeah. The littler of the the two little ones. (laughs) That's what I was trying to. It wasn't skipping. Uh, It was me trying to talk uh, to to Wonder Woman on Friday night. Yeah. Right? By her
1: choice, actually.
0: Really? Yeah. How'd that happen?
1: Well, it was like, hey, what do you want to do? And she's like, "Uh, let's go see a movie. I took a look. She goes, Oh, Wonder Woman. She pointed to it. She goes, Let's go. Okay. Let's go see Wonder Woman.
0: Nice. And, yeah. there, and there was yeah, so that was what we did. We had little we had just her that night, which was fun. We got to take her out. We went to the lovely VIP theaters again.
1: Uh huh.
0: But we didn't go to the VIP theater inside the VIP theaters. We well, I don't think the... we
1: can bring her in. Doesn't she need to be like nineteen?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I just don't think they'll serve her oh, because the that we went to the AVX one, which is like the big IMAX, yeah, and that's on the same floor, which is also licensed, so you can oh. buy a booze and bring it in. All right, but uh, so yeah, we went to see it in IMAX, uh, 3D, right? Like Balas. Ball. Ball. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So we went. We went to, to see that. I um, I'm not gonna lie. I've seen a lot of things on Facebook. I don't know where to start with this because I want to say what I, I had a good time. I had a great time. I did too. In fact, we went to. Like it's sort of a new part again for anyone who's listening outside of Ottawa. It's at Lansdowne, um, and it's a newly developed area, Um, and then Mm -hmm. there's all these new stores and stuff like that. And one of the stores they have there is a Lint store. Oh
1: God, don't (laughs) even, don't.
0: Which we walked past City. (laughs) We watched, yeah, and that was even an issue tonight. We were (sighs) talking about too. So this was okay. So very quickly, the Lint store we walked in, and uh, I was like, "Hey, honey, you want to check this out?" Because I was there with uh, with Jason. God knows how long ago, a month or two, two or three months, who knows? And he bought this. Th- we, I don't know where to start. It's such a long story. Um,
1: yeah, I'm cutting out sugar starting like June. June tomorrow. Yes, that tomorrow. was Tomorrow, and I'm like, yeah, let's walk into a f- fucking sorry chocolate store. to well, no, swear? Fuck, when fuck, she's shit, cutting shit. out chocolate.
0: Well, and that's why I thought <laughs> to reward right at last hurrah, which is always <laughs> the worst fucking move. So I thought, you know what? where you're cutting out sugar. I saw the Lint store and I was like, oh, hey, you should check out what they have in here. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you the Lint. Should. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, whatever. It was cool. If you guys don't know about Lint, I go to Costco all the time. They sell the boxes like the Lint, right? Everyone gets them at Christmas, the milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate, little, you know, mixed box they have. Well, they got several flavors of those in the store, like coconut and orange. and Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cappuccino. They got a bunch (laughs) of coffee. Yeah. There's there's so many great ones there. Raspberry. Like whatever. There's a lot on. Unfortunately. And the thing is, they're like you can get uh, eight pieces. They all do it by weight. I'm like, well, fuck. Are they not all the same size? How do you not weigh them? You know what each one of them is. Give me the number by by units. Yeah. I stare at chocolate and guess its weight. What is a goddamn jelly bean jar competition? Yeah. Like, I don't know just how much. Yeah. Anyways, I think, you know what? I think that's a marketing thing. Well, not a marketing thing, but like a, a sales technique because... If it's all by grams, then it's kind of like you're trying to eyeball it. And I think they know just how bad people are about
1: Oh, they know. Weight. They're like, you could get six for $10 or you can buy this monstrous bag for 40
0: Yeah. Well, and, and it's like chicks on the scale, right? They're like, oh, I'm like 120. And it's not. It's way more. So I think they use the chocolate technique for the <laughs> same reason. <laughs> so that you just go, oh, it's probably only like five pounds. And it's like twelve, right? Yeah. So you got to buy and you pay for it by the weight. But anyways, they have the what was it? It was, it was six six forty nine or six ninety nine for eight pieces. So I'm like, fuck. By the time you weigh in tax, it's a dollar a piece. Yeah. And then they have this like weird silk Christmas stocking. Bag oh, it's thing. beautiful. Is it really? <sighs> <laughs> I didn't know. So really? Awful. I just thought it was. I thought it was so you could look through it and pick which color you wanted.
1: It just looks so good.
0: <laughs> so. They have this bag that holds approximately. You fill the bag up and somehow they knew that would it's weigh 100. exactly. Yeah, it's a hundred pieces. A hundred fucking
1: pieces of <laughs> chocolate when you're quitting freaking sugar. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like a hundred pieces. You fill it yourself and it's thirty eight. So I'm like, oh well, now it's forty cents instead of a dollar each, or potentially a dollar, like three or four, or whatever it is by the time you're. Yeah, but you're like,
1: this is such a good deal. Anyways, I walk out of the store with a bag full of chocolate. Yeah, she
0: bought this lunatic bought a bag (laughs) of chocolate, and I'm
1: trying to convince myself, Kate. So if I give it to my sister for her birthday, and then I give it to so and so, because I can't eat it all, and I'll give some to you, and
0: yeah, I'm not having it. I'm on a diet. (sighs) Damn it! (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Not on a diet. And we'll address that too, actually. Maybe maybe this episode or next. Depends on how much time we're at. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> sorry. That was just so funny. Anyway. And you were regretting it before you even gave them your money. I know. I what was I like, thinking? I was looking at you. I was like, we can just leave. You didn't say that. You should have said that. I did. And you're like, well, then they're going to have to put it all back. I
1: never. Oh, <laughs> You geez. did say that. Did, did, I did I really? Yeah. Really like, you like, felt guilty. I'm chocolate. Like, I forgot <laughs> it. I blacked out, man. I was in a daze. <laughs> anyways and this and this chocolate is a curse now the kids want it all the time they're fighting me on it
0: yeah they gave us grief tonight because she's like what was it yeah she wanted to know where it was we had to hide it because again it's expensive (laughs) even at 30 or 40 cents a piece it's still expensive chocolate
1: and it's good i don't want them to eat it all
0: right well and there was like so many different flavors there's like some of them are only like two of it. listen we whatever we need to fucking justify ourselves to you people all right you just sit there (laughs) you deal with your chocolate we want so, yeah, so the whole idea was you had to hide it because little gremlins will come home at 3 o'clock, right? And then they'll That's just exactly devour what would the entire fucking bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the dog would be wading through <laughs> the fucking chocolate lovers. Oh so, yeah, anyways, uh, so we told her, you know, okay, Mom, we'll get you some chocolate after dinner, a couple pieces, but you got to wait here because they're hidden. And she was, she was like, chasing you down trying to see your location and then end up being a big fight. And, yeah. Anyway, she didn't
1: get done. any chocolate. We didn't cave. It's all good. Yeah. But it'll just be another battle tomorrow.
0: Yeah. This 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 chocolate's tearing families apart. It is, is hell chocolate.
1: Anyways. <laughs> to <Onto laughs> so <yeah>, the movie. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman.
0: What it was uh I I don't know. I uh everything on Facebook and uh, the reviews and everything were like, "Oh, like uh for starters, Wonder Woman was rated on Rotten Tomatoes, which is so far my barometer. I found them to be the most reliable source. Mm. Not always right. Sometimes they give a movie great reviews, and, and it's not. Sometimes they give it shitty reviews, and it's good, in my opinion. But it's the closest one that I can find as a barometer. They gave it like 93%.
1: Really, eh? Yeah,
0: and they gave Guardians of the Galaxy two eighty one. Mm. And after seeing it, mm-mm. I I didn't dislike Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was very entertaining.
1: It was better of the DC movie. Oh fuck yeah, but that's so easy. It was. <laughs> I know. But not compared to Marvel.
0: Oh yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Guardians was I'm like I I'm sorry. I'm not going to go nerdy it's or whatever. Got a sweet spot though. Yeah, Baby Groot and Rocket were hilarious so, in the yeah. whole movie. And as much as like there wasn't really much story in Guardians 2, and I, I won't lie, there wasn't a whole lot of story in it. It was more yeah. like cute scenes and jokes, which hey, if you're going to a movie to be entertained, I was certainly entertained. We Absolutely. talked about that already on the podcast. Yeah. Um but I really I thought Wonder Woman was like it was uh like the fact that it had to take place in World War 2 and there was a lot of like scenes in the war. I thought yeah. it was a little Now I haven't read the comics and i don't care to to necessarily like maybe research but i'll probably ask some people who have is like was the comics wonder woman running across battlefields in the war with yeah. her lasso and her sword and shield like there's something so like medieval about her style and then watching her running around with like old school army guys yeah. in the same scenes like it just it seems so odd to me and then and then the the antagonist in the movie is ares a greek god yeah but he's a dude in the army yeah
1: Like
0: because it was war related instead of her being like i'm not trying to spoiler alert well i think if you look it up on imdb like Ari, i'm not gonna say how she beats him yeah spoiler alert uh the good guy wins in a superhero <laughs> movie <laughs> but like i think that um i i thought it was strange that it's like okay so you have a greek god who's the in an army So he's an army dude, but now you're like trying to tie in the God stuff. I thought that they, it was like, look, if you're going to make a girl against a God and then, and then she beats a God and then, Hey, one day she's in justice league and and the Bruce, you know, Batman versus Superman, which already came out. Mm -hmm. Then I get that she defeated a God. She's an Amazon and she's immortal for that reason. Instead, it's like, let's make it a, a war movie and have a bunch of dude soldiers in it. Like part of me, believe it or not, thinks that the whole reason that they had the war stuff was like. They couldn't, they didn't just, why can't you just have the woman being a hero and fighting shit?
1: Why does she have to
0: have a support group of men? As much as they didn't make it look like the men were saving her ass or anything, but why can't she just be the hero? Do you know what I mean? That's
1: a good point, yeah
0: so yeah and I, I just uh, it was it just seemed odd overall story wise seemed odd uh, to me so I didn't really like it uh, I didn't hate it I was entertained mm-hmm. but I just felt like in terms of because like all that controversy right there was a theater that, that showed a screening of Wonder Woman and it was only women that were there
1: yes I heard about that yeah and
0: people got pissed off about it it's like who gives I, I, I didn't care I was like, okay, yeah, let, let people do it. It's yeah. very empowering. So I, I really kind of thought that for a movie that was finally like, because I think for years they were saying like, why isn't there a Wonder Woman movie? There's Batman, there's Superman, why not a Wonder Woman movie? Mm-hmm. And and I think there was like arguments. I don't know if it was the studios or what, but people were saying that uh, what would it be about? Wonder Woman's character so sort of odd. What could it be about? And I guess now that I've seen the movie and it's like World War II plus medieval style Amazons fighting gods, it was like, Mm-hmm. it did seem a little all over the map to me.
1: Yeah.
0: But I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. But if it's like, if I had to give it, if you had to give it stars, no wrong answer, uh, out of five, how many stars would you give Netflix rating? What would you give it?
1: Um, like three and a half.
0: Okay. I, I got to be honest with you. That's exactly what I was thinking. Upstairs okay. earlier tonight, I was going to ask you this question. I was going to say, hey, star system. Yeah, yeah. And in my head, I was going to, you know, I was, I was thinking, oh, like I I do percentage. To me, when I see a movie, I I go, okay, there's five stars, which means every star is worth 20%. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a a grade A movie, four stars, 80%. I'm like, great. That works. And I was wondering, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, should we do the half star or should we just do Uh one to five? I was going to say
1: four and I'm like, eh, no, but three, no.
0: That's what I was thinking. I was going 80. I go, I can give it an 80. I don't love 80, but I like 80 more than 60.
1: Yeah. I think
0: 60 is not fair. Mm -hmm. So when I was, uh, so that's what I was like, oh, well, do we, do we do half stars? And I was thinking that I never, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it before we started. Which is recording.
1: good. Make it real.
0: Yeah, but I think that, but it's cool. Yes, absolutely. But I think it's actually cool that uh, that. You know, So I, yeah. I give exactly the same thing. Three and Sweet. a half is what I think is fair. So seventy, not ninety-three. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, we're changing movie reviews here on the One Man Podcast today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we are. Uh, yeah, we're getting a little ways into this thing. We're almost at the halfway point, and we oh, have wow. barely started talking about uh, anything else. Thank God, would you
1: get on with your show here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, we, we uh, that was that was our uh, Friday night, so we saw Wonder Woman. That was fun. Yeah. Um, did we watch anything after that? I thought we came home. No, we didn't. I uh, I asked you in the theater if you wanted to watch Batman versus Superman because you haven't seen it, and she's in. And that. I'm
1: like, I'm done for today.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I don't blame you because I don't really want to watch that movie again. It was pretty shitty. Um, on Saturday we had a good day
1: we sure did
0: we had an old people lunch at we pa- did panera bread. <laughs> i don't know if you guys it was so good <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't God, care yeah. if it's an old person lunch <laughs> we went and old. Had, we went and had a half sandwich and salad the previous time we had a half sandwich and soup <laughs> this so was good. oh yeah it's a good spot too if anyone doesn't know so for for my listeners who are in ottawa it's uh panera bread at hunt club and Marivelle ish that big uh what do you call it plaza i guess they uh yeah it's it's a good little spot like you could just basically they got nice little sandwiches like i had a sandwich that was on uh, cranberry and walnut bread so it was just kind of whatever it was good yeah it was nice yeah i, I mean yeah I, I would say whatever in the sense that like it's not grand it wasn't like oh man it's a five patty bacon it like it wasn't it wasn't ostentatious it was just like yeah it's a it's a nice sandwich And i think i had uh turkey Uh, sorry what chicken breast with white cheddar which is again nothing special but then they had like apple slice or apple slaw apple slaw on it and that was good so i mean i enjoyed that um and then i had like what like a fruit salad salad so it was like lettuce with blueberries strawberries whatever none of this is important the point is (laughs) right and what did you get this is like
1: taking a picture of your food right now this is what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, it guys. was probably
0: the best meal i've had all week but it was I, good i think oh, there yeah. is a
1: picture of that actually yeah
0: there is okay <laughs> I, but i think it's on my instagram josh williams yeah, instagram well. not on so maybe now i have to go on with one man podcast mm. and repost that oh, Fuck it. I nobody gives a shit about food pictures i don't think they do I, yeah i know i took the fucking picture i'm just no, it's saying it's all good
1: <laughs> it is all good
0: anyways <laughs> so and then what you had like an avocado avalanche sandwich mm. so much avocado and it kept falling out of your sandwich <laughs>
1: and then i ate all the avocado and gave you the rest
0: that was your salad oh that's right you had uh, yeah and it was like this weird sort of like if you guys have ever had tortilla soup
1: it was good yeah it's
0: like corn tortillas cilantro uh oh like a, except
1: for x nails. yeah the we got the, we had to send it
0: back because it had the cilantro and even after we that, even after she went to check and see if they could take the cilantro out she made the suggestion i'll see if they take it out and then yeah. she brought it with us <laughs> and then she grabbed ice. my
1: bowl she's like don't worry i'll take it out for you and i'm <laughs> like you're not digging in my salad and yeah. picking it up like that anyway. seems
0: really <laughs> ominous like I, i'll take it out oh that's good <laughs> what fucking flavors your fingers gonna leave no in? Instead, it's all
1: good she was really nice it was good
0: yeah so yeah it was like a tortilla salad corn in the salad which i thought was weird and uh, like some sort of sundry. Anyways, it was it was interesting. The pictures are on, on Instagram, but it's a good spot. It was yes. like it was like twelve fourteen bucks each for yeah. for the you know the sandwich and the soup. Anyways, it was, it was delicious. It was we had a good lunch, and then we went to Starbucks to do some work. I was trying to get some things organized for this episode of the podcast, and you were doing some photo editing. And, and I got nothing uh, done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. Yeah, because I think I talked about how last week there was the bucket list things. Um. Uh, what was it? Yep. it was Mark Mark emailed in about about one of the things he wanted to do with his bucket list and I had mentioned some of my bucket list things. Yeah. And uh, and you had mentioned uh, I I had asked you when we were sitting there like Hey, what's uh, a bucket list thing that that you know for you Yeah. You know what I mean. And uh, and and then I, you know what to be honest with you I can't remember what I think two there was two there was your career bucket list
1: Yeah. Which
0: I had asked you and I don't remember what your answer was and then there was the personal one which mm-hmm. I don't think is what we planned, or was that the personal one?
1: That's the personal That's one. That's the
0: personal one. Okay, so we'll talk about that in a second. And then there was the romantic one, which I do not remember. Okay. Because we... got <laughs> great. Yeah, I sound like a... I'm such a piece it's of shit. It's all good. Do you want me to
1: tell you? <laughs> Please. Okay, so the job one is to have my own therapeutic farm. Yes, I remember so that. So I would now. love that. Um, And then personal, I'll say for last... A relationship one, I'd love to go on a trip. I've never been on a plane. Oh my God, what's wrong with her? I know, but... No, that's... To go on a plane and travel far.
0: Okay, so can do you mind if, if before we move on, we elaborate on that a little bit? Like, so I think, I think uh, let's say you had to pick a place. Okay. Okay, not hold you to it like your bucket list is now this place, but yep. as an example of something far... Yeah, like a, a trip. So you're talking like, do you mean like different continent?
1: Yeah, I mean like Paris.
0: Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Just just so that even I myself yeah. know, because I I thought of that earlier today, and I was like, I think she said to take a trip, but I'm like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, it does seem because I yeah, think yeah. I think that would be for most people is a, to take a trip. So Absolutely. just just to make it, a yeah. more, I thought I'd ask. So yeah, I would love to go to Paris. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so let's put it on your card, and we'll go. All right, done.
1: Uh- <laughs> My um, card. Okay, yeah. and then personal, and it sounds cheesy again. I haven't gone far, guys. I'm pretty boring. But I'm I'm living it up in my thirties. Um, I just want to swim in the ocean.
0: Yeah, I actually told that to a gentleman uh, while I was doing my very uh, glamorous ride-sharing job this morning. Nice. And I had I had mentioned that I was talking about the podcast and I was talking about bucket lists. Yep. And uh, and I had said that one of yours was to, to swim in the ocean. And he goes, Oh, she's never swum in the ocean. No. I go, Dude, I've never I've I said see the ocean at first. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, and just never seen the ocean. I go, Dude, I've never seen the ocean. I've never yeah. been anywhere near it in my life. I have never had reason to be. And my family was was tight.
1: Yeah, we were tight too. Yeah. That's
0: so fine. it's kind of like you know you can't spend money on something that has no purpose other than to just see it. You want to see it? Mm-hmm. There's the internet, right? Why yeah. Am I, why am I paying eighty bucks a month? For You know, you want to see it where it is. So I think in talking with this with you, um, one of the kids had gone with his grandmother a couple years ago, and it was like a 13-hour drive. And I remember just thinking like, well, if it's only a 13-hour drive, I drive 10 hours to Windsor to do a weekend of shitty shows.
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry, Windsor. Uh, I love Windsor. It's sometimes quiet. But it's the idea is I'll drive 10 hours to do shows, Mm -hmm. right? So why not an extra three to like scratch an item off the bucket list? Do you know what I mean? So. I think it was just like, well, you know, we could take a look at this, and I think we just Airbnb. So three hours later. Yeah, three hours later, (laughs) we have a trip booked. Yeah, we're going. uh, In in uh, today's the fifth, so we're going in a
1: month tomorrow. Oh, we are. Yeah, I'm excited. (laughs)
0: That's gonna be so much fun. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to. uh,
1: Are we cheersing?
0: Oh, we can cheers, cheers. We're drinking. Uh, (laughs) uh, you know what? I love these guys, and I don't know if I I want them to be a, a sponsor someday. So. I'll give them one plug for free, like a drug deal, right? Mm. You get the first one's free. So we're we're drinking summer bee summer's Bee yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the only way uh, he could get me on his podcast. <laughs> I'm just joking.
0: Yeah. I gotta not. get her liquored up first. You guys, you <laughs> should see what I have to do to have your sex with me. Uh, <laughs> just to, just to talk to me, I gotta get her drunk. Oh my so, god. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're uh, we're doing that in like a month
1: yeah tomorrow
0: we got a super nice uh airbnb one that was like one of the like, it was super nice and <laughs> that was the most expensive we we're like oh look how how nice that is and we we're like yeah and it was one of those things we looked at and we we're like well that's probably And both of us without saying the others like yeah, that's probably the one we're going to yeah spend extra money so we spent a little more than double of what our original budget was but
1: but still very affordable because it's airbnb absolutely and Not we're gonna that have we're tons gonna of plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: what's uh? Air- yeah you know what i should probably send them an email and go hey do you want to you know advertised my 15 listeners <laughs>
1: around the world
0: around the world yeah ozzy i need you to email in man we need to know that you exist i gotta have proof for my, uh, my content <laughs> um but yeah we're gonna take some nice pictures and some videos of the place oh
1: i can't wait we go there.
0: so i'll share that with you guys that'll obviously be a part of the podcast i don't know what days of the week where i think we're going thursday friday whatever so mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna leave a day or two after the podcast drops that week and then and then talk about it when we get back
1: sweet Unless um, you guys are sick of me, then it's fine.
0: Yeah, tell me, send in an email. Let me know if you're sick of Crystal already.
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> kick me out. It's all good.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's exciting. We've we've actually been doing a lot of interesting stuff this year. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I think we're trying to push the limit, get a little exciting. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, it wasn't for Mother's Day because we were going to do that with, with your mom on Mother's Day. Hmm. We, what day did we do? We did it for, we did it as a late Valentine's, a Valentine's Day to day. each other. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, if anyone hasn't done this, uh, we had dinner in the dark. So cool. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. I will try to do it quickly and please help me out if, yeah, I, if I get off course, but um, you basically go into a a restaurant and eat in the pitch black. And mm-hmm. I don't mean dark with a couple little exit lights. You know, or a little tiny red light on a smoke detector in the ceiling. I'm talking pitch black. There's even two sets of doors going in like an airlock to make sure that no light spills in from time to time, distracting. Like you sit in the pitch black, and something that was uh, we did it in Montreal mm-hmm. because I don't think that they do it in Ottawa. They had a place in Ottawa that did it like as a one-off, but because they did it as a one-off, they're not used to it. It was a shit show. I performed at. (laughs) There was a. I did two stand up shows in it, and they had servers with headlamps on, and you were wearing blindfolds. Like it was, it was not the authentic experience. So, you and I went uh, in, uh, you know, uh, February, late February for for Valentine's Day, and uh, it was so cold outside I oh we so die cold outside. i
1: was getting pissed off on the way there i was like is this worth it I, yeah. this better be worth it
0: so i don't know if we had the 100 percent regular experience there because they were telling us when we got there we got there about 15 20 minutes late because we couldn't find parking and there was a lot of traffic but they had told us that so many people had canceled because of the cold yeah. that that we had a whole section to ourselves now we yep. could if anyone doesn't know this one of the really cool things about this place is that Uh, they hire all blind servers Mm -hmm. because you're in the pitch black. Why do they need to see anything? You know what I mean? Like they can get around just as well as we can and it's the perfect opportunity. They're actually more used to to relying on their, on their senses. So I think that's super cool. What you do is you, you go in, you put all your cell phones and anything that could cast light. Like they are very um, strict. Yeah. Strict and diligent that the experience is, is preserved and maintained. So you put all your stuff in uh, in a locker that you take the key with you. You sit down at the bar. They show you the menu, and uh, you can you can order what you want. Or they had surprise menu, so it's basically yeah. just saying, "Tell us what your allergies are, um, and we'll make sure it's not in there." And 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 the whole idea is you're in the dark, so not only you know can you not see, but your senses are heightened, like your taste and everything like that, and uh-huh. sound. So uh, we ordered, went in. They, they the server takes us in like a little conga line, you <laughs> know. And they sit you down. It's a it's a it's not a huge table, but like they basically lay it out for you. They describe how it is, how everything's in front of you. And uh, and then that's, that's that sort of, you know, they bring you your drinks. And uh, yeah,
1: your focus, it, it's so funny because I remember just feeling the table for like five minutes. Yeah. And Josh is talking. And I'm like, just shh, I got to focus on what's happening. Yeah. And I just trying to soak in, trying to hear the noises around me. And just, you know, it was a little scary at first. And then it was just like, okay, I can. I, I could do this yeah yeah it was cool and it,
0: oh yeah I got I was so anxious I was like uh because they lead you in, in the dark yeah so it's even like if you wanted to get up and freak out and leave you don't even know where anything is mm-hmm. you know what I mean and not to say that that's like my go-to it's just like I want to freak out and leave but I I it was it was a, a feeling of loss of control which is a scary feeling yep. regardless of what's causing it and what the situation is it's a scary feeling so I sat there and I kept, I kept my eyes closed at first because I was like, I can't, like, you could see exactly the same with your eyes open mm-hmm. as closed. So I, I sort of had a comfort of, of they're closed. And that, that gave me that reassuring feeling that this is why I can't see is because my eyes are closed, not because I'm in the dark. So it gave me a chance to sort of overcome and get used to my surroundings. Let the noise in the background, because there were other tables. We had our own section per se, in terms of like a group of tables, but we're still in the same room as yeah. everybody else. We could hear other people talking and, um, they were so quick too. The food came quick. They ask you when you're ready for your next course. They clear your your plates, bring the next course, and it was interesting because I, you know, you're feeling your your food, like you have to sort of put like a, a finger down to sort of see where your food is, so you can sort of guide it onto your fork, because otherwise you're just scooping blindly yeah. and hoping something's on there. Um, but it was it was delicious. Um, in terms of of your work too, like you were you were mentioning about how you were sort of touching things and and helping yeah. your food.
1: Well, then, you know, I could kind of feel some of the clientele that I work with, too, that, uh, you know, this is what this is what their day to day life is like. So um, so it was very interesting to get a perspective of that, even for a couple hours. Like, yeah, you know, it, it, I really I really felt more connected to them. Yeah.
0: So instead of it just being like, oh, that was a cool experience, it was it was definitely like a. It hit uh, home I, a little bit. Yeah, it was an empathetic experience because Absolutely. you sort of you, you learn to to see what it's like. I remember thinking that too. And it was just like, hey, if I was a blind guy, I think this is where I would take someone on a first date. Yeah. Because cause that's the kind of thing that's maybe hard for some people. I Again, I don't want to be like, oh, if you're blind, you definitely started at a disadvantage. No, I'm no, not no. saying that. But what I mean is that first dates are hard enough, right? You wouldn't want someone. So you go to something like that, that's a real cool opportunity to get to know someone for who they are because you take away the the physical and the that you know like it, it levels the playing field is was uh, what i'm trying to say i think that's really kind of a cool i thought it was really cool equality in terms of place of work it was a great experience because it, it was really you know teaches empathy and i just thought yeah i thought it was overall cool. i i i gotta say i probably i'd be really disappointed if i if i lived my whole life and didn't do it again
1: yeah it was definitely uh quite the experience and i'm glad we did it
0: yeah is it something that you'd want to do again do you think or, or do you think you've you've tried it and
1: um, I would say maybe like in a few years and I'd wanna bring different people to have them to share that experience with them. Like watching a know? movie with someone who's never seen it before. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just do Do you wanna see the look on their this. face? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. No no no. Uh, but the verbal equivalent of it,
1: exactly. The, uh,
0: uh, yeah, the podcast version of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Do, uh, so yeah. yeah, that was a, a cool little thing we did. Uh, I remember that. So so yeah, we're we're we crossing the bucket of stuff. We're going to Halifax uh, coming yep. up soon. Um, I'm going to take uh, this opportunity because we are quite a ways into the show um, to, of course, uh, you know, play a little something from our uh, from our sponsors.
1: Oh yeah, those guys.
0: And those guys. Yeah. So the first one is uh, is coming up as always. Absolute comedy. that was absolute comic. <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> it's so funny too because I play these. Uh, I'll let you guys peek behind the curtain a little bit. I play these off of my iPad. I got my iPad set up. You guys were maybe there the week that uh, the iPad went off in the middle of the yeah. show. So this whole time that that's playing, we're just looking at each other across the table, giving the thumbs up. It's like, are you having fun? Is this fun? Are you, doing okay? <laughs> are you enjoying it? Trying not to I make a noise at all. Yeah, it's a fun little fifty seconds of pantomime back and forth like a couples therapy activity oh my God. can you do that yet did they train you how to do couples therapeutic couple's therpe- <laughs> no not yet no <laughs> like,
1: no
0: you know like flo- throwing toilet paper rolls at each other yeah fill this back up so you're like all right we got to find a purpose how do we train him to put the seat down in a fun way for him <laughs> the underlying <laughs> thing um so yeah i'm gonna also uh you know take this opportunity because we're moving along I'm, I'm having fun i hope uh, this episode has been more fun for you guys um I don't you know what I don't give a f- i do care. Of course I care. I'd be lying. He right doesn't a safe care. I do care. I love them very much. I appreciate the fact that no one's paying attention to this. No one cares. He cares. So super much. <laughs> um <laughs> I uh I talked last week, I think it was last week, about uh about being in a situation with Jeff where I thought I might have to defend oh, yeah. myself from a bear. Um <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought I'd have to fight a bear. And I'd love to see that. That's what Jeff said. (laughs) Everyone was like, I'd love to see you do that. I go, fuck, I'm not saying I want to because I don't even know if this is going to work. I just said in the event that a bear starts coming at me, I got to go with the information that's already in my head. I don't have time to Google it. If anyone was paying attention, there's no fucking service where I was. So even if I had a chance, I can't call for help. I can't Google. I can't say, hey, Siri, what do I do about (laughs) a bear right now? Right. I couldn't do that. So I went with the information that I had which is that bears have a lot of nerves in their nose and I said that in that event I would I would have to just go with my gut and go punch the bear in the face I don't know about the tree thing I don't know about play dead all that shit so poke
1: it in the nose
0: yeah, I don't know if I'd have time to aim for the nostril. I thought <laughs> okay. if I just swing one of my meat hooks, right, okay. my fists and just wham in the nose. Because I, I thought, this is what I said. I said, I think it would be the equivalent, or at least my understanding is it's like the equivalent of kicking it in the balls. There's so many nerves okay. there, it would it would drop it. Mm. Um, and then I said, I and but I did say also that I think that's why bear mace is so effective. Okay. Is because... Uh, there's so many nerves so it fucking drives it insane okay so this week ladies and gentlemen we have my my other partner as always from portablepress.com we have the uh, the bathroom readers of course and this week we have an article which i thought was very very relevant to uh, my discussion last week i saw this one on a bookshelf and had to buy it uh, this one, uh, this week is from the edition called how to fight a bear and win and 72 other real survival tips. We hope you'll never need. And the article that I'll be reading today is the one and only how to fight a bear and win. So we're going to start that one off. Let's see how, uh, how right or accurate I was. So starting with this one, it says, if you if you ask five burly fellows how to fight a bear, you're going to get five different answers. Still, there are specific strategies that you should be aware of in the event that you go toe-to-toe with a bear. The most effective strategy may vary by situation and by bear for information, to be honest with you. So they've broken it down into sections, learn, prevent, escape, frighten, all that stuff. So the first section is learn. It says, bears are nature's college students. They'll eat anything and they have no shame in scavenging. When they wander into a campsite, they generally aren't looking to rumble. They're hoping to find a backpack full of cliff bars. Many bears will be just as eager to avoid you as you are to avoid them. That said, like college students, some bears are just jerks. So that's the learn section. I don't want to learn anything from that. (laughs) Uh, Prevent is the second one. There's probably an old proverb that says the easiest way to win a bear fight is not to fight at all. To keep a bear from taking interest in your campsite, store all food, food waste, deodorant, anything that a bear might sniff and take interest in, inside a locked bear canister. These uh, sorry, then stash these purpose-built containers at least 100 feet outside of your camp while you're away. When you're at a campsite, sorry, when you're at your campsite, a fire will keep most bears away. Uh, then escape. If you're confronted by a bear, your first move should be to get away. Most experts say not to run because this can trigger a bear's predatory instinct. Instead, walk with a purpose in another direction. (laughs) Avoid eye contact. (laughs) Sorry,
1: walk with a purpose? Yeah,
0: walk with a purpose. You're like, did I leave the oven on? (laughs) So yeah, uh, walk with a purpose in another direction. Avoid eye contact. Um, Often the bear will do the same, and you'll be like coworkers who bumped into each other in an adult bookstore. (laughs) If you do run going up or down a hill in a zigzag pattern will be more challenging for the bear given its body weight and short legs. I love that. It's like a zigzag pattern. (laughs) It has to be challenging for the bear. Like it's some sort of fucking mirror game. Like why doesn't it just walk straight after you and you're zigzagging wasting time (laughs) going back and forth. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, blah, 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 Given its body weight and short legs, even so you are very unlikely to outrun a bear. I can guarantee I will not outrun a bear. (laughs) Uh, frighten is the next section. Believe it or not, a little peacocking can, sorry, can convince a bear not to mess with you. Stand tall with your arms up, or if you're wearing a jacket, hold your jacket open to make yourself look as big as possible. Growl, shout, and bang pots and pans if you've got them. You're going to look ridiculous, but if the bear is calculating whether or not you're worth the effort uh, of a fight, the more intimidating you can look, the more likely it is the bear will decide not to bother. The last section of this one here is fight. Uh, If you are unable to get away and the bear was not discouraged by your growly face, it's time to tango. If you're lucky enough to have a gun, now's the time to start shooting. Uh, Aim for the lower neck and chest and keep firing. It will take more than one bullet to bring down a 1,400-pound Kodiak. See, that part bothered me because I'm like, why? I can't imagine anyone who's going to go walking in a zigzag pattern and trying to escape. Like if you had a gun on you this whole time, <laughs> I would imagine that that's most people's go to whip it out and that start firing. Be. Not yeah. like, okay guys, throw the shit in the bag. Let's start zigzagging yeah. away. Don't look at it, walk, don't run. it's like you got a gun. Most people most people pull a gun if a fucking stranger walks yeah. up to them on the street, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> most people really. Yeah, it's
0: like but it's like a fucking bear that's like only kill yeah. you, right? Like I I I honestly hats off to the person who has a gun on them. And, and definitely yeah. climbs the ladder, goes step by step before going top shelf with the fucking gun. So good yeah. on them. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you have a knife, direct your stabbing toward the bear's neck. <laughs> Spraying the charging beast with bear mace is also an option, though some experts say this only makes the bear angrier. And let's be honest, it's not the most manly approach. So when oh. I said that thing about the bear mace, I thought that... Uh, you know, I thought, okay, well, it, that's why Bear Mace is effective. So I guess experts say it's not necessarily effective. So, yeah. It just pisses them off. So there you go, right? Forget that. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely not a manly approach. Uh, assuming you came into this confrontation unarmed, you need to arm yourself in a hurry. Grab a branch or a heavy rock if you can. Aim for the bear's weak spots the eyes, snout, and neck. Booyah. I'm giving myself a little credit. Aim for it. it doesn't say that it's going to be a success, <laughs> but aim for the snout perfect if the bear is a boy a kick to the nuts is also an option which is what i thought too right nose nuts um if you manage to stun the bear enough that it momentarily backs off try to get away Killing the bear with your bare hands will be a oh tall order. I like the guy who's like, fuck that, I ain't no pussy.
1: Yeah, really. I don't need battle no right in there.
0: Yeah, killing the bear with your bare hands will be a tall order. But if you put up enough of a fight, you may convince him to simply shake hands and go your separate ways. Metaphorically speaking, do not try to shake hands with a bear. <laughs> so that was
1: nice.
0: that was how to fight a bear and win. Uh, from of course, as always, the Bathroom Readers Institute from the edition, how to fight a bear and win, and seventy-two other real survival tips we hope you'll never need. Uh, so if you guys enjoyed those things, like I said, I've got so many of these books already in my position, So many I don't have. I love reading them. If you're interested in any particular type of uh, trivia or or information, check out portablepress.com. You can see all their different lineups of books and things like that online, and uh, and get one that works for you. And of course, they're also available in regular book retailers. Uh, I'm not naming them because they didn't pay me, so fuck them. Uh, Portablebreads.com are my uh, my homies, my Gs. So that's it for the uh, the ad so far for this week, right? We got uh, we got through it pretty good, I'd say.
1: Good job.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I got my Canada Day show, Sirius XM thing coming yeah, up. Absolute, that yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, July 1st. Um, you know what I mean? That's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Canada Day. <laughs> it's a two o'clock is it still it's still yeah they didn't change it this year oh, okay. I thought on the 150th they'd pick a new day but they didn't no, they, I... they're still going with the same one yeah.
1: alright fair enough Yeah, makes sense <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the show is at 2pm uh, it's myself and uh, Jim McNally co-headlining Ooh. Uh, yeah still waiting for Sirius to send us the poster for that so I will plug that and smear it all over the place as soon as I have it
1: Sweet. in the
0: meantime if you guys are uh, in the uh, nation's capital on it's 150th birthday and looking for something to do earlier on in the day just come out to see a show, maybe a little pre-drinking with some laughs puts you in a great mood, so you don't get drunk and fight a stranger in the latter part of the day. Maybe <laughs> Sounds like a smart move. Getting drunk and fighting a stranger?
1: N- no, pre-drinking at your show. Pre-drinking
0: at us? Yeah, pre-drink with us. You know what I mean? Then you leave drunk but in a good mood. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can just keep going to get obliterated, which is what. 99% of the people I've spoke to so far, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to get obliterated. And I go, okay. Well, it's going to be... Best of luck to it's you. It's going to be
1: quite crazy. You're not going to remember any of it anyway.
0: Absolutely. So if, uh, if you guys are interested in that, uh, that is at Absolute Comedy on July 1st at 2 p.m. over at 3.30 p.m. Great show. The full lineup to come shortly. Uh, you can get tickets. I think if you go to my my facebook page some of the information is there we're still working on it but i'll let you guys know sneak peek and i'm going to be giving away some tickets so if anybody out there in one man podcast land would like some some free tickets to that show send me an email what's the email address contact at one man podcast.com so uh send that in i know some i've had someone tell me that i i plug the email address too much um i don't give a fuck (laughs) <laughs> right because you guys might not give a shit 40 minutes ago when i first said it or whatever it is and then you're like oh free tickets what is that i don't feel like going back in time and <laughs> so i'll tell you um so i think what uh i mean i usually say what's coming up this weekend i don't have anything this weekend we don't really have any plans i think the one thing that you and i talked about doing was to go see that uh that bridesmaids hangover oh yeah that big fusion movie called rough night i think with scarlett johansson yeah and then yeah. like f- oh uh mckinnon kate mckinnon Catherine mckinnon kate mckinnon i think it is
1: okay
0: she's a goofy one who plays hillary clinton on saturday night live all the time she was in ghostbusters
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: and she was in the office christmas party she played the goofy one who was like the hr person always trying to plan things
1: okay yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, more information i have i just look nerdier it's not even helping me tell yeah, you what it is you're like you just you, you had so much stuff in your head um useless crap uh, mm-hmm. so that's what I think we're gonna do that this weekend right we're gonna check that out yep and I'm gonna to try to be productive with the rest of my free time uh, I'll probably work on that serious show right Let people know that that's happening um, so what we'll do at this point because we are getting pretty close to to I mean I say it's the end but you know last week was 52 minutes I was merciful right yeah. stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, so yeah I got some emails this week guys and I'm gonna share them with you now Um I'm going to move the, the. give me one sec here, reposition myself because this one, uh, this was someone responding. I think this was also in last week's podcast. Uh, this is Mike L. I got two emails from Mike's this week. We got a Mike L and a Mike T. Mike L is first. Um, and he was referring to the crossing guards thing that I had input, which you oh. you too were were giving me some insight on. You're like, yeah, I don't know if I agree with it because, and I appreciate it. I, I'm totally open. So just as this, this sort of reinforces to you guys that, if I say something and you don't agree with it, you are more than welcome to to email me and say uh, you're wrong because, or you know this is actually my opinion. I, I don't care. Let's just let's just talk, man. Yeah. That's all I want. So Mike L says after your insightful rant about the uselessness of crossing guards, I figure I would let you know that for the most part, while driving, sorry, while drivers are good at stopping at stop signs and such, the crossing guards generally play more of a role of ensuring the kids getting to school getting to school oh sorry yeah the kids getting to school respect the rules of the road sorry i got that uh, the wrong way there Uh, also in many urban and suburban neighborhoods you have specific streets that are used to get to school that are considered safe streets we have safe spaces no we have safe streets is that a thing that that they have around here safe streets
1: i think so oh
0: fuck is it like do they send home a flyer and they're like these are the safe streets tell your kids to walk on them
1: i haven't gotten the flyer yet oh fuck Uh,
0: that's the thing like that's a new word to me the ones that are considered safe streets in part the kids will travel down in numbers and the crossing guards act at inter uh, sorry intermediary watchers between these streets oh those are big words (laughs) (laughs) the guards act at intermediate sorry intermediary watchers oh it says act at but it's I think he means act as intermediary watchers I'm gonna give I'm gonna give myself a little bit of a pass on that one if it was just me not being able to read, that's a different story. <laughs> but he put an ad in some of Between those streets. So basically, what is he saying? He's saying that, that the crossing guards are there to make sure that the kids are walking on the safe streets. Yeah. Well, how do they know if they're walking somewhere else? they Are doing a head count when they're, when they're crossing the street?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, no. But like I was saying, it's to make sure the kids are being safe too. Not necessarily that you've got crazy drives all over the place. But they're learning kind of road safety as well. And as a parent, too, you want to know that your kid is getting to school safely.
0: I can get that, too. But isn't that just training them that when you cross the street, someone should be there chaperoning you across it? Like, how does it it teach you to act? It builds
1: confidence. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Now you do it on your own. Okay. You feel better about doing it on your own.
0: I'll be honest. I wish someone would stop traffic for me. I hate waiting at
1: the lights. I'd love that.
0: Right? You just get there, and it's all of a sudden somebody. No. Did you
1: see the way they do streets now? There's a street um, right over here that you press the button and these lights flash up. And it's not a regular cross. It's not a regular intersection with like red lights. It's just these yellow like lights that'll flash that flash yeah. to let you know that someone's crossing. So you don't need a crossing guard at that point. It's also between two schools.
0: Does it only operate during certain hours of the all day? All the time. Oh, yeah. See, I don't like that because that could really slow down traffic. If it was just anytime someone wants to cross, you just hit it and it stops.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if someone's crossing the street, you got to stop. Well, no matter what, right? Maybe I'm missing your yeah, point. No, no,
0: you're right. You're right. If someone is crossing the street, yes, you have to stop. But see, the thing is, that's what that's what stop, that's what corners are for. That's what yeah. side, like, what do you call it? Uh, Stoplights are for, yeah. right? Because people who cross, like, they're not going to build one of those in the middle of a road because they're like, they don't want people crossing there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, I mean, yeah. there's not
1: houses around, so it's not going to interfere with houses, like seeing that outside your window. Right. You know, it's more there's schools there and at night there's not, I don't know. No, I
0: I, I think I get it. I like the idea that you can press it and you can cross. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It helps. It definitely encourages you to be more regulated because the amount of people in certain areas that'll just want to cross a parking lot, like where I work Mm -hmm. and my other shitty soul sucking job, there's two crosswalks and people will cross in between both of them, which is a, it's not even that far between, but it's far enough that. I have to stop a third time. I mm-hmm. stop one, and then I stop the other, and now I'm constantly stopping a third time because people are always crossing in the middle.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and there's
0: two, there's two for them to choose from. So I like the idea. It definitely helps with the structuring of where people cross. Mm-hmm. I like that because I there's yeah there's, there's parts of Ottawa and parts of Montreal when I'm there, parts of Toronto yes. where people are always. It's like it's like that same street all the time, always crossing in a spot that is not so. If, it, if it's something that goes somewhere that encourages people to shuffle into an area and that you can get, get ready for it, mm-hmm. again, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't even give a fuck that much. Crossing guards, I'm not going to be one. I ain't going to be that, all right? Put me in a home. I'd rather be <laughs> a crossing guard. But uh, But
1: they're useful is what we're trying to say. That's all. I'm not trying to say
0: that. All right. (laughs) I appreciate it. But it is two against one at this point. No one's siding with me. So the last line of his email just says, I see where you went with your views on this. But they definitely serve a useful purpose. Unlike unlike most Walmart greeters. Oh, no. Walmart greeters. Shots fired. Cheers. Thank you, Mike. Mike L. for uh, writing in. I appreciate that. I want your next uh, email to be about Walmart greeters. I feel bad for Walmart greeters. Because it really, it's like,
1: I don't think we have time for that.
0: We're already over the hour mark. I don't have time. I got two more emails to read. Yeah. I, you know what? I hope people are still interested, but you know, like it or not, we're, we're doing this.
1: I'm super awesome. Of course, they're loving it.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So the, uh, I definitely agree. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think of like what. Should we go down the road of Walmart? You know what? I'm going to talk about it just a, a quick minute. Go I really am it. because Walmart greeters are those people that uh, I, I feel bad for them, but it's almost like, what is your job? Your job is to put the sticker on the thing when I walk in to return something so you know I didn't steal it. But like that's that's your line of defense. Do you know what I mean? Like to say that your anti-theft policy is fucking 88-year-old Herbert, who's occasionally... Holding the oxygen tank next to him.
1: Oh, I don't know if I can go down this. Road. You don't have to come with me. Okay. I love you. I'm I'll, gonna be leave you on one, to, I'll be all back on this I'll be back to pick you up. I'm yeah. still gonna stare at you and read your Might reaction. Might take a bathroom break on this
0: one. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I get. I get that it's the give. Give a senior an opportunity to earn some income, and I do stand behind that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. you've lost me already
0: really because Sorry. i stand behind your note support seniors getting more jobs
1: no <laughs> well i do no you lost me at the beginning of that i know i figured i, it's, I okay. definitely okay. figured i
0: didn't miss you on the good part okay the, the good. but what i mean is like if you're the security if someone is going to steal from a walmart like that kind of person like what is that guy going to do to stop them that's the part that i go you know what I mean? It's like if you've ever been in a bank and you see an overweight security guard spilling under their pants in the corner and you go, you're the one who's going to stop me. I think I'll take my chances. Do you know what I mean? Like I definitely. So I don't want to hurt any of them. I think it's great that they're there. Clearly Mike L thinks that they're fucking useless. <laughs> you know what I mean? He brought this up. So that's all I'm saying As I see that and I go, I go. I get that it's one of those formality jobs like the queen. You're a figurehead, but no one actually expects you to to hold office. No one expects you to reign over us as queen. I don't think anyone expects him to actually provide security at the door. That's all I have to say about it. Did you wanna That's to, fair enough, no? Did you wanna to, to, to weigh in on, on, on your no, position? I really? Oh, now I'm gonna feel bad for the rest of my life. No, don't feel <laughs> bad.
1: Don't feel bad. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's, I think it's a good thing. It, it helps people feel grieved when they come in. You're you're okay. you're getting support. Um yeah. You have a job. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a win-win. Yeah, we know they're not security. They're not ready to, like... No, that's not their purpose. It's not. And I'm sorry, but my kids love it when they get a sticker. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? See, that's There's why I th-
0: need you to tell me these things, because <laughs> I'm always going with the, what the fuck is this position? And then you're like, see, it's nice, because they're warm <laughs> and they make people feel... And I'm not going to lie, honey. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of it before. When you go into a Walmart, you need every ounce of positivity that you, you can do. get. You do. Because <laughs> you're in a I Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so see, that's what I need. I need to, to be reminded of these things because I just go with the, you know, sir, can I see your receipt? Uh, that's not on there. Well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, I see him in that situation. Yeah. So anyways, there's Walmart greeters, Mike. You got a freebie out of us on that one, your email. Uh, thank you so much for it. I appreciate it. Now we have Mike T., Uh, who says hello Josh great job on the podcast launch and subsequent episodes oh thank you very much (laughs) Uh, just finished episode three the show felt a lot more natural and genuine Uh, even if you did say ums and uhs like I just did I didn't notice them after you stopped bringing it to uh, bringing attention to it oh okay well maybe I should stop doing that right I'll teach myself how how to speak without going oh I just made this mistake um I missed the absolute plugs for the headliners. It was good info, plus always interesting to hear little anecdotes about comics you've seen it work with. Um, I stopped doing that because it was taking a really long time. Uh, someone made a, a good point to me one time in passing that it's a different, a little bit of a break in momentum. Uh, it, it's got a different cadence. So when I'm just one tone the whole way through, uh, it can get a little daunting for you guys. And I get that. And I do appreciate the fact that you still listen regardless. Um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was good feedback and, and it feels like it does sort of break up the the pacing a little bit, gives a little bit of a break, um, almost like a tiny little reset in the middle of things. thing. So I do like that. Not to mention the fact that the headliners change every week. So if someone listens to this podcast a week late, right? I, I thought at first it made sense because I'm doing the plug, I'm doing the show on Wednesdays and that's sort of the beginning of the comedy club week. Um, So if someone hears it, they go, oh, that person's there. So that's what I thought. Ooh, somebody's slurping on their straw right into the microphone. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I've, I've, made more mistakes in the podcast so far, so, um, but the, uh, yeah, so I, I don't, I don't say the names anymore too, because if you listen to the podcast a week late, you've already missed your opportunity to see that person and to, you know, listen to, I mean, obviously these are going to be classic. You guys are going to be like, you know, I love this podcast so much. I got to go back and listen to it again. And I don't want you to hear the name you know and and not be able to see the person and then or be bummed out on the current week cuz you're like oh i didn't miss that guy well fuck comedy <laughs> so it's faster it's quicker it's more streamlined and uh, but I, I do appreciate that and of course if you if you want to know who's the who the headliners are i mean to go to absolutecomedy.com they're all there all the time and you can see well in advance so not just the one week i'm talking about but you can see what's coming up for for quite some time uh, you will get ahead you will be the inside information of what i'm going to say on the one man podcast um so yeah, um, what else does he say here? Oh, his bucket list. So uh, Mike has sent in his bucket list. For his career bucket list, he has HBO special. Netflix doesn't count. He has in brackets. So I don't know why an HBO special, um, you know, if you want to tell me in passing or, or write back in, feel free. I don't know if anyone gives a shit, but I'd like to know why. Um, I know HBO was first, you know, so that was a really big deal back in the day, but a lot of things were that may not be around. David being doing a spot on Letterman was super important, and that's not an option anymore. So Netflix is kind of the the one of the big ones right now uh, cuz almost everybody has Netflix I'd say and not a lot of people pay for HBO I'll be honest I'm I'm one of the people that does not pay for HBO but uh, I'm on Netflix every day almost you know if not actually every day so yeah I got to say uh I going to go to bat for Netflix and say Netflix uh Netflix a little bit a bit bigger giant than uh, HBO HBO was the fucking Netflix before Netflix right the subscribe yeah right so yeah. it was the expensive one um personal mike you have uh, have a career in comedy that allows me to achieve the career bucket item i think that's a little yeah you can't your personal goal cannot be to have a career <laughs> that would be the career goal um not to come at you but i think that you can do better your personal goal is to have a career you got to have something better something that you want to do for you right something that you want to see a hobby that you have that you would love to just right even just like learn how to play the guitar or something like right
1: should we be judging somebody else's bucket list? Fuck yeah. I think that's him. like no, illegal.
0: <laughs> no, I'm totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely. I'm not judging it, but I, I am going to. I think this is like one of those game show things where it's like, you know, <laughs> <blow up>. judges. <laughs> amp, amp, amp. Well, you know what I mean? Like, no, this doesn't count. Michael. I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. Well, well, when there's a section for career. Uh, anyways, you know what? I, I'm, it's not all gonna, good. I'm not going to. I'm not going to come at it. I, I would hope that uh, that you have more personal goals than to have the, the career bucket list I'd item met. But uh, but I do get it. It would be be so cool to to do that for sure. And then of course your romantic one, uh, make love on an active volcano, preferably with a female companion. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, that's one.
0: I yeah, I'm I'm more curious why the active volcano thing is like. Is it basically because it's like the world's biggest vibrator? It's rumbling on her and she's gonna think it's all you. But then you said preferably a female one, so you're like, I just as long as the koala knows that I rocked its world. (laughs) (laughs) so cool man thanks for sending in your bucket list I Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it Uh, you do say also I'm enjoying the Uncle John's excerpts uh, I have seen the books in the comedy aisle in chapters for as long as I can remember and never purchased one because I dislike the cover art. But now with some exposure to the content, I can see my error and will purchase a copy the next time I see one. Well, you definitely cool. should. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to hearing Jason on the subject of the comedy contest and learning some pro tips. We'll definitely stay tuned. Anyway, keep up the good work and I'll buy any unclaimed pizzas at the end of the night. If you are truly concerned about mortality, I'll plug the fact that I'm a licensed cemetery and funeral pre-planning director. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Uh, we can get you started on a plan to take care of things in the event that you can't work standby ambulance into your rider so if you can't work a standby ambulance into my rider because i was saying that i wanted an ambulance on standby so yeah if we can't get that this guy will fucking bury me
1: good i like that you see his personal
0: fucking yeah his personal uh bucket list item should be to bury as many comedians Mm -hmm. as possible Uh in his personal life uh best regards so thank you Mike T for writing in, uh, we're at the one minute, one hour and 10 minute mark. Um, because I have you here, angel. And the next, uh, the next one, the last email that I received, I actually received it an hour before recording this. Um, I want to read it because it, it has to do with stuff that, that you're doing. So, um, I, I will plug this very quickly, guys. I know it's the one hour, and 10 minute mark, and I do appreciate you still being here and listening. Uh, if you are still here, thank you so much. Um, I've got one last email that uh, i'm actually it's not even printed on my my show notes so i gotta read it off of my phone um i i got a good life membership today um so i'm back to uh you know they 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 hooked me up a little bit i didn't uh, didn't have to pay full price so I'm, I'm happy with that because you know odds are uh, <laughs> i'm looking i'm staring at you guys cannot see her face right now she seems like oh gee what's he talking i'm just about? like where <laughs> are you going so i basically i'm back to trying to uh Try to hit the gym, lose the weight. We talked about the Wonderland thing. This is part of it. Okay. So just so you know, we'll talk more about it in, in, in later episodes, but I did get the, the gym membership. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'll do a weigh in, let you guys know what I'm at and keep you up to date. So, you know, hold myself. Yeah. hold myself accountable and, and tell you how things are going. All right. You know, try to try. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that later, but that's, but, but that sort of is relevant to this. So doing that um this last one is from chris who who did write in a previous podcast with some of the stuff but uh chris wrote this hey josh on podcast number two you spoke about some shitty diet don't do it diets suck they don't work the point of a diet is to have a start date and an end goal uh, of so many pounds i'm going to flip this on its side so i can bigger words uh, do, do, do. uh you start and are no longer allowed carbs or you can only drink smoothies or you must learn to survive on tea alone What is this going to do for you? Sure, you will probably lose weight. You'll probably lose friends too because you'll be a grumpy asshole and once you do lose the weight, then what? What the hell do you eat now? You sure as shit aren't going to eat the same stuff you ate while on the diet. You didn't learn anything. After Christmas, I found myself weighing around 180 pounds, which for me is heavy. My t-shirts no longer fit properly. Uh, I don't want to diet and I also didn't want to uh, be in this situation again. So instead of giving up certain foods, I portioned them properly. I found out uh, my daily allotted calories and stuck with it. The food I ate didn't change, my portions did. The work pretty well. Oh, sorry, this. I, I apologize. It's so small on my phone. I'm having a hard time reading it. This works pretty well for weight loss. However, if you're trying to prevent having a heart attack in the middle of bush country with nothing but an old Ford Ranger with the word Amber Lamps painted on the side to get you to a hospital three counties over, uh, then you might want to change what you eat. Uh, we don't want you dying on us, Josh, but most of all, we want you to have fun at Wonderland, your friend Chris. Uh, and then I'm going to put, yeah, so I, I am aware of portion control because calories and everything like that is math. So, you know, if you just a nice round number, if you, if you, Need to, to use and burn 2,000 calories a day. That's what your daily calories are. And you take in 2,500. Well, then the extra is stored and it's stored in the form of fat. And you're big and, and huge. And every day, 500 you know, it, it adds up and it makes you look like me eventually in time. So I am aware that it's the portion control. It's math. I don't think it's, I think I re- refer to eating differently as a diet. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I don't know if I, I think a lot of people do, which is probably why that's in my head that way. But, but that's effectively why I say a diet. So I I don't... It's
1: just to change what you currently do.
0: Exactly. I want to change my food. So basically what you're saying, Chris, is I I do apologize for not articulating it better. That is effectively what I want to do is to eat better and and eat better portion controls. Now I did think, oh, I'm going to cut certain things out. But like you said, I mean, you want to do something that you can sustain and not something that's just like you said. Okay, now I'm at the weight and then you go back to normal and 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 then everything collapses back i i had that happen i lost a lot of weight i was getting a lot of compliments and i was almost like i had this feeling of, of success and it's i hadn't got where i wanted i was just feeling good and then you let things slip and slope and and then everything goes back to normal so um this uh so you said you know your friend chris and you've added the second part uh you don't have to share this part of the show well i'm going to i'm going to get into details of what i did to lose 20 pounds so far without really trying this is still not that long guys just in case you're like okay fuck it uh, I downloaded Under Armour's My Fitness Pal, which asked me my age, height, weight, goal weight, uh, time I'd like to achieve the weight, and daily activity level. I believe it was a sliding scale which went from sloth to Power Ranger. Based on that info, <laughs> sorry, I this is mm-hmm. hysterical. Uh, based on that info, they tell you the uh, that how many calories you're allowed a day. Mine was 2,700 from the app. You type in what you eat, oranges, pizzas, etc. Uh, it'll tell you the calories and add it to whichever meal you wish, keeping a tally. You can also scan barcodes and it will add the calorie info for that. It makes it really easy to figure out how big your meals should be and eventually just know, uh, sorry, I may have fucked this up or you may have fucked it up. Uh, it makes it really easy to figure out how big your meals should be. And eventually you just know and can then stop using the app. Okay. I get it now. Um, you're supposed to put commas and shit in there. Uh, I still use it for weekly weigh ins. That's it. Two foods I recommend if you're not that picky are avocados and coconut oil. I, I use uh, coconut oil. Han, uh, you're big on the avocados. I'm avocado fan. And I think you do exactly what he's about to describe here. Um, yeah, coconut. I'll eat about four to five avocados a week. You're yep. at the exact same I'm at same about right? five, yeah. Yeah, usually one a day at work. Yours is in the morning. <laughs> yes. Right? And you pour lemon juice on it or whatever. Yeah. To give it some flavor. Yeah. Um, I'll mash it up and put it on my lunch meat sandwich instead of mayonnaise and I friggin love it. Uh, Or mash it, mix it with a tablespoon or two of salsa to make lazy man's guac.
1: Nice. Yeah, that that could
0: work, eh? Mash it a little salsa.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Coconut oil comes in a jar. Thanks. (laughs) I'm not that far from fucking health where I don't even know what some of this stuff comes in. Uh, and will be white and solid. Dude, I have a huge <laughs> fucking jar of coconut oil. Oh, this is okay. I, I didn't read all the way to the end. I didn't realize my intelligence was going to get insulted. It turns liquid around 25 degrees Celsius. But I prefer it solid because it. it uh, I spread it as a base layer on my peanut butter or Nutella sandwiches.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Very
1: interesting. Yeah. Uh,
0: great if you like bounty bars. Oh. Yeah, I could see that chocolate and coconut is like bounty right the chocolate bars with the coconut inside them
1: so what's the benefit though I understand the benefit of cooking with coconut oil because it t- turns it into a healthy fat than than other oils yeah. however putting it on bread and stuff I think what is that benefit
0: so I don't know I'm probably going to come across as really ignorant I know that it's good for you they say that you should have like a tape uh, either, either a teaspoon or a tablespoon of coconut oil every day
1: really oh I didn't know that it's kind of okay. like you
0: know how like avocado is like the good fat or whatever for sure which I still also don't know. It's like I know how to say that, and that's about it. But they have uh, it's the same with coconut oil. people okay. say you should have a tablespoon. So I use coconut oil currently, but I use it to to cook. like I'll usually make myself like two fried eggs in the morning mm-hmm. and yeah. I use coconut oil to to butter the the nonstick pan. So I don't cook with with any oil other than coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't like when I do that because you say you can taste the coconut oil on the eggs. I can't I don't like
1: cooking with it. no, yeah,
0: I can't taste it. so. Um, so that was it, Chris, thank you so cool. much for adding that in. That is uh, that you. is an hour and seventeen minutes. All
1: right, jeez, so can we guys, give these people a break? Yeah, yeah we definitely can.
0: Uh, listen I, <laughs> I, uh, I really appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, you know, feel free to send your emails, your stories, your bucket lists, your goals, your hopes, and your dreams to contact at one dot I would love to. I'd love to, to. To have these talks and keep you guys uh, as a part of the show. And look at that. This is the first time it didn't feel forced to fill an hour. We went well over
1: with the things <laughs> that we were talking about. So
0: all I need is uh, is someone to talk to, or you know, or or, or hmm. anyways, yeah. You're on every show now. I mean, <laughs> could, couldn't possibly do it. So uh, as always, guys, thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all at One Man Podcast. Um, so check that out until next week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me. Thanks my, my for first guest. Me. The, the one lady. We will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Cheers.
1: Bye guys.